0: we cannot selectively numb emotions. When we numb the painful emotions, we also numb the positive ones. That's a quote from Brene Brown. When you've been through some situations that have caused you to numb yourself to the pain that those situations brought on, you've likely done a lot to numb yourself to the joys in life. And that applies in a big, big way To today's episode. If you've lost your zest for life, if you've wondered, man, I've stopped dreaming big and I'm struggling to find something that'll bring back my drive, this episode is for you. You know all the productivity hacks, but putting them into action feels like you're lifting this 50-pound sack of cement. You can sometimes push and lift and strain hard enough to get some things done, but you can't sustain that for very long. But this fools you into thinking, You just need more motivation. You need a bigger dream, but you can't seem to dream of something that moves you into a sustained action. Stop beating yourself up. You may be dealing with something other than laziness or lack of motivation. Even if you're not dealing with the issue I'm gonna talk about in today's episode, somebody you know maybe, and I hope this will help you see them in a whole new light. Either way, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to Mental Mastery Moment. I'm your coach, Paul Desmond Adams. Think of this show as your quick daily coaching session. Each 10 to 15 minute episode is designed to help you live the life you were created to live. I'll help you realign your mindset, maximize your productivity, deepen your relationships, and tap into your infinite creative source. On Tuesdays, we talk about productivity Because Tuesdays tend to be the busiest day of the week for most people, so I want to help you get through that task list as quickly and painlessly as possible. So let's get started right now with today's episode of Mental Mastery Moment. Before I really jump into this and get too deep into this, I do want to let you know this episode is not meant to be a diagnosis as to whether you have depression or not. I'm not a doctor. If you think you have depression, see a medical professional. I only share this because I've been there. I was incredibly frustrated pushing against my will. I was bewildered because I didn't have that drive I've always had my entire life. I've been a student of productivity and personal development my entire adult life. Nothing was bringing back the drive I had previously. I began to research this topic of depression And I thought this information might be helpful. And I'll be honest, doing this episode is a little bit therapeutic for me. Feeling like you're lazy is horrible for a person who's always been highly driven. Go see a medical professional if you have questions. Do this before you lose your job or before your business or your livelihood is destroyed. Believe me, it can happen to you. There are real stigmas associated with depression and even telling somebody that Man, I think I might be dealing with depression. It kind of feels bad. It almost feels like depression has a bigger stigma than laziness does. If you had told somebody, man, for the last month, I've been really lazy. They'd be like, well, come on, man, let's get going. You need some motivation. Telling them, hey, I might be dealing with some mental health issues. I might be depressed or dealing with anxiety. People are like, oh, yeah, I don't really know a lot about that. Uh, You might want to get some help or something, which is true but you can tell they kind of back away when you say that. The truth is, between 5 and 10% of people are said to have some level of depression. And I want to remove one stigma. This isn't something you chose. And it isn't due to you doing something wrong in life. Overcoming depression isn't just a matter of willpower. And you don't just need some positive words to help you out with this. Laziness, that's actually a choice that we make. And that's one of the biggest distinctions I can give you. Having a couch potato day, that's perfectly normal. In fact, it can actually be good for you just to have those days where you're like, you know what, I'm just gonna lay here and watch some football or just watch Lifetime movies all day long. Now, I've not done that and forgive me because it's not my thing. But you can have those couch potato days. But having a couch potato life, that's not the best thing for any of us. But yes, intentional downtime that you choose to have is good for you. Depression happens against your will. You want to do the work, but you can't move forward. When you're lazy, you just don't want to do it. You're like, "Eh, I could do that, but eh, I'm going to sit over here and eat this bag of chips and watch TV instead. When you sit there and you're watching TV eating that bag of chips and you're like, man, I really need to go get some work done. And you get up and you start to do it and then you just can't. You might have small victories in there, but they come with a ton of effort so much more effort than you've ever given to anything before. And you're pushing and you're striving, and you're searching for an answer. It's tough. And those are some of the indicators that you may be dealing with depression. If you've developed this bleak outlook on life, that's probably more depression than it is just laziness. Lazy people are happy. They're upbeat. They just don't want to do the work. People who are depressed, they, they just kind of lost that thing about life, that Nothing in life is going to get better, so why waste my energy doing it? You stop dreaming about your future, and you don't set goals for yourself like you used to do because, "Ah, I'm just going to fail at those goals. Why even try doing that? And I know it sounds like, man, anybody who listens to this show is probably not going to be like that. No, the reality is there's a lot of people who are very driven, very successful in life, but they're struggling today, and maybe that's you struggling, trying to get that work done. You want to do it. You know you can do it but there's just something inside of you. Again, like I said, that 50-pound sack of cement that's holding you back. You wake up in the morning feeling fatigued. That's the way you start your day, regardless of how much sleep you get, regardless of what you eat or what you ate. You can change your diet. You can do all those things, and those are all good for you. But you still wake up, and you start your day a little bit drained, fatigued, worn out. You start to feel guilty about it, and a little bit like you've lost your value in life. Do I still have something to offer people? Imposter syndrome becomes a very big thing for you. It's magnified. You stop believing in yourself. Others talk about your capability and you just don't believe them. They say, man, you've got what it takes. You can do it. I know this is your strength. This is what you do so well. You've always been the best at this. And you sit there and you go, man, if they only knew. I just don't have it right now. And I can't figure out why. It kind of tears you down and starts feeling depressing in a non-medical kind of way, just in the feeling of being depressed. You spend your days daydreaming on the web or scrolling through social media. Professionals call this maladaptive daydreaming. You're escaping your reality in order to find moments of satisfaction, moments where you're like, oh man, an hour went by and I didn't feel bad about myself. And that's what you do. You spend time just daydreaming away, endless scrolling. And that actually on social media can compound the issue of depression. You might turn to drinking more often or substance abuse or a pornography addiction or a shopping addiction. Addiction becomes a very big thing because you're trying to find those things that make you feel better because you know you don't feel good and you know you can do more and you know you used to feel better. And so you're searching for that something that makes you feel better better you might even engage in some dangerous activities without regard to your safety or your well-being because why bother what's life for now i'm not dreaming of anything i'm not doing anything i'm not chasing anything big anymore so i might as well live for the moment right and not in a healthy way it's just do whatever feels good right now and that as you know is not always healthy in fact that's almost never healthy another big thing that distinguishes between laziness and depression is your inability to focus or to concentrate. Even when it comes to watching TV, if you're laying on the couch watching TV and you just get bored with the show, so you pick up your phone, you start scrolling, you get bored with Instagram, so you go over to Facebook and you scroll, scroll, and you just can't stay focused on something, that might be an indication. Now, if you have ADHD or you've struggled with that, that can be a little bit deceptive. But even when something is incredibly interesting to you, you can't stay focused on it for very long. You lose your interest in it. And you've just lost that zest for life. That's another indicator. Laziness doesn't rob you of your zest for life. You're enjoying life. You're just enjoying doing nothing in life. Depression is more about losing that zest, that enjoyment of life, that state where nothing you do makes you feel good. Now, you might have things that you do that make you forget about your frustrations But nothing in life that you do just really makes you feel good. All the hobbies you used to do, all the fun things you used to do, the social events you used to really enjoy doing, you might still do them, but they're just not making you feel good about life again. And you might not even feel sad. You might feel nothing. And that goes back to the quote I gave right at the beginning of this episode from Brene Brown. We cannot selectively numb emotions. When we numb the painful emotions, we also numb the positive ones. And oftentimes, that feeling of nothing, no emotion, that's deceptive as well. So be careful of that. Depression doesn't always show up as a feeling of depression or sadness. You could lack feelings for anything. Positive feelings, negative feelings. You're not getting angry. You're not getting sad about things. You could watch a sad movie. You could think about people you used to have in your life, and it doesn't affect you at all. You've lost the sadness, and you've lost the happiness. You've become numb to all emotions in life. You gotta remember, feelings are normal for us as humans. So when we try to numb out the negative feelings, we're numbing out feelings. You can't selectively do that. But I want you to know there's some good news. Depression isn't a life sentence. And again, only five to 10% of people deal with depression. So this may not be what you're dealing with. And hopefully I've given you some clarity where you understand like, oh, okay, no, none of those things, or maybe one of them might apply to you. If you have any questions about it, again, I'll emphasize Go see a medical professional and just find out whether that's what it is. But depression is not a life sentence. You may be going through a season in life that's bringing this on. You may have gone through some severe trauma or even some mild trauma that's brought on some mild depression because you're dealing with that pain. So you've tried to suppress all the pain, and in doing so, you suppressed all the joy. And if you're thinking, man, I don't wanna go on some medication for this, that's not the only option that's out there. But don't write that off. Medication may be your best option, but there's a lot of other things you can do before you even take anything to help out. Mindfulness meditation, I'm a huge advocate for that, for everybody, it can help you. Just 10 minutes a day has been shown to have a positive effect on your mood and to help people dealing with mild depression. Now, you might have moderate or severe depression And while mindfulness is going to be good for you, you may be so deep in the pit, bringing yourself 10 feet up in the pit isn't going to be enough for you to see the daylight that's out there. And I want to encourage you also, see a therapist. Maybe you're dealing with something right now, and if you go see a therapist, you can avoid dealing with depression. If there's stuff that's going on in your life, don't try to deal with it on your own. There's professionals who can help you out. It's not always talk therapy, and that's beneficial at times, but I'm a huge advocate for some other therapeutic models. If you've gone through some trauma in life, EMDR, which is about eye movement, it's a phenomenal tool and it's been proven to be extremely effective for people dealing with PTSD. There's another level of that, it's called brain spotting. I call it EMDR on steroids. There's something else that I would point you toward, that's internal family systems. That's an incredible tool that's available and I'm not gonna dig into that right now. Physical exercise is another tool that you can utilize. To help yourself deal with whatever it is you're dealing with. But just like mindfulness meditation, it's going to be beneficial, but it may not be enough to get you up out of that pit that you feel like you're in. If you want to try something natural, and again, I always recommend going to see a doctor, a medical professional, and talk these things over. St. John's Wort is a natural supplement that you can take that's been shown to be effective with depression it's been used for a long, long time. Something recently made available here in the United States over the counter is called SAM-E, S-A-M-Dash-E. It's a naturally occurring chemical component present in all of us. It's been approved as a prescription for depression in Germany and Italy, Spain and different places around Europe. It's been used in Europe for over three decades and it's available now in the United States without a prescription. But please, if you think you might be dealing with bipolar disorder, There are some cautions when it comes to Sam E. Again, don't do any of this stuff without talking it over with a professional doing your due diligence. And I do want to say, if you've dealt with suicidal thoughts or had thoughts about harming yourself or others, get help. Talk to somebody immediately. There's a new three-digit number that you can use now that'll connect you with a suicide hotline, 988. It's not available everywhere. But if you are dealing with suicidal thoughts, please get immediate help. I do hope this was beneficial to you. Again, if nothing else, I hope it was able to assure you that you're not dealing with depression. And every Tuesday, I share on productivity and performance. And if you're not dealing with depression, a lot of those tools are going to be exactly what you need to get more done, to get yourself to that level you want to be at. If you know somebody who's struggling with the issues I talked about in this episode, please share this episode with them. It could save their life. If nothing else, it could save their job or their business or their family, really. I hope this is helpful to you. I hope it brought you some insight on this issue that nobody really likes to talk about. But there are solutions out there, and I want to encourage you to pursue them, all right? Thank you so much. And as always, I just hope that your reach extends beyond your grasp.